Welcome into episode five of the Bluest Tape. I'm Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Colas. And this is the second of two episodes we're going to be doing focusing on spring 2002. Um, we appreciate you guys joining with us. Um, this is the 15th anniversary of the spring 2002 tour, uh, which is special uh, in a lot of ways, but mostly just because it was focused in the southeast. It was a short tour and um, yeah, really it was a celebration uh you know, for Michael Hauser and, and for the band, uh, you know, cause I think at that point they weren't sure how many more shows they would, they would be playing together as, uh, as the original six members. So, um, last week we played some more, you know, upbeat rocking stuff. And this week we're going to, well, we have a little bit upbeat stuff, but mostly just kind of slow it down, uh, and, and see, uh, the softer side of panic. <laughs> um, so, uh, We'll kick things off here with uh, with the encore from April twenty fourth in Savannah, Georgia, uh, City of Dreams, Mister Soul. Thank you. 
All right, so that was the encore from April 24th, 2002, Savannah, Georgia, City of Dreams, Mr. Soul, uh, with John Keane on pedal steel for the City of Dreams. And um, if there's a guarantee in the world, it's that the uh, Southern USA line and City of Dreams will get a cheer in the Southern United States. <laughs> but it was a good one this time. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's a it's a great uh, encore. I mean, it's the standard slow song, slow song, fast song, slow song, mm-hmm. rocking song, whatever. But it's a uh, it's a it's it's a good one. And again, John Steele, uh, John Steele, John Keen's pedal steel is is just something that adds so much texture to these songs. I think you had said last episode just compliments Mikey's guitar so well. Um, but I think it's just I. Th- these shows are really good, but for probably the best example of his steel work, I go back to twelve thirty ninety five um, Spartanburg. Oh yeah. yeah, that show is. I mean, that whole show is amazing. But like those the the the, the couple three tracks that he plays on Maggot and Rock and Mercy are are just the best versions of those songs. Period. So mm-hmm. it was a uh, you know again it was sad that obviously it was sad when when Mikey left us and George took over and then when they made the transition from. Uh, George to Jimmy, uh, there's John Keane again <laughs> playing mm-hmm. playing guitar and playing steel again. So um, it was a you know it was one of the, I don't know if we'll get to 2006 much in our uh, in, in our show here, but um, he's definitely one of those guys that's just been around the band for so long and knows everybody so well and knows the songs and just knows how to and knows how to fit in. And that's always a sign of a great musician is that just you know when you're sitting in you know you just know how to fit in, you know what to play and what and most importantly know what not to play, right? Yeah, no, he was just such a great compliment on on this whole spring tour, and then uh, obviously, you know, later in the summer, uh, helping out the band mm-hmm. and, and George as he kind of got his you know feet under him. But uh, yeah, no, this is interesting to hear to see him or hear him rather uh, strap on the electric after after City Dreams and play along um, for Mister Soul too. So. All right, so now we will move on to the uh, second night. We heard some of the first night of Oak Mountain last week. Tonight, we're going to uh, move to the second night, uh, April 27th, uh, and and this is, we're, we're going to play Jeff's favorite song, and then we're going to follow it with one of my favorite songs, which is actually not true at all, but um, th- for whatever reason, these two songs really just fit perfectly at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about halfway through the first set of the second night at Oak Mountain, and um Again, John Keane on pedal steel, and uh, and I, I think it was you know just sort of lyrically, um, you know these songs uh, sort of resonated, uh, considering the circumstances. But um, anyway, so here you go, Oak Mountain Amphitheater, Pelham, Alabama, April twenty seventh, two thousand two, the second of three nights. Uh, we will pick it up uh, about halfway through the first set. Well, old Joe, he moves slow. He likes to look at things and paint pictures on his radio. He says he makes the songs look better. And one day, Joe met a girl, a sweet breathing thing, dancing naked nude in the winter snow. Underneath her, the 
Okay, so that was Old Joe in this part of town uh, from April 27, 2002, Oak Mountain, second night of three nights. Um, and, you know, probably, Jeff, what do you think? Will we wait? Have to wait three more shows before we play Old Joe again? I think it'll be a, it'll it, it'll be a few shows, minimum three. You know, again, <laughs> minimum three. When I get my intern to do the laminated cards, I'll have a better read on the situation. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, you know, not the greatest song ever, but lyrically, it certainly fit uh, fit the moment. Um, you know, the live long and lucky, and um, some things get hit by lightning. That's always. Uh, sort of it struck me about that that show mm-hmm. uh and then you know this part of town was i don't know what your opinion is on on this part of town but it's never really been my favorite song um i mean it's nice but it's just you know just sort of an average sh- song and and i remember being at the show and that you know the, they started playing it and i was like oh yeah okay you know whatever it's just sort of like a throwaway song in the first set and um but the, you know, lyrically, it really fit the moment. And then that, the whole verse about, you know, don't give up and where there is love, there is hope. And then you hear the crowd just mm-hmm. like slowly get louder and louder <laughs> on each line. It was just like, man, goosebumps. Yeah. So, such a cool moment. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I've always liked that song. I mean, I think it's, I love, I just, it's, it's one of those panic songs i think it's actually one of the it's a really well constructed song i mean mm-hmm. lyrically but also musically too i think the um uh jojo's piano intro is always really good and then you know i've always liked um hauser's solo in it too um yeah it's just so it's always been it's always been one that i've liked probably better than other than, than most people have um but yeah this it, this is a good version um i'm, I'm again I, I i will defer to you when it comes to old Joe, but <laughs> I, I will, uh, but again, I think this part of town for this episode's really, really pretty good. And, um, and then we head on into, um, the encore for this night, um, which, you know, we were talking about it again offline. And if, 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 if you don't, if, if you, if, if you have a heart, you're, you are going to be moved by what came Oof, uh, during the encore yeah. the second night at Oak mountain. Yeah, I mean, it's still like I don't know how many times I've I've probably heard it a hundred times just because it's such a great moment, great version. But I mean, it just never fails to move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like every every fiber of emotion you have in your being, it's just like I don't know how JB kept it together mm-hmm. singing that. I mean, listening to the crowd react and um, just being in that moment, you know, mad props for him to you know to keep it together i think it's just you know one of the things that i think one of the reasons why i was initially drawn to panic was i mean panic covers a lot of songs and the originals are great but you know when you don't know when you first time you hear a band and you don't know the original material but you hear one of the cover songs they do it's like okay this is a band that i think i could like because they're listening to the same stuff i am you know and panic has always had this uncanny ability to pick songs that by other artists and do two things with them one thing is make them their own but the other thing is like traveling light for example you'd never know that's a jj kale song the way that panic Mm -hmm. plays it it just sounds like one of their own and they've been playing it forever but don't be denied as one of those covers that fits into the this is a band that clearly 
is listening. Listening, boldface, underlined, italics. <laughs> listening to songs and listening to what is in those songs. And I mean, he, you know, Neil, Neil, I wouldn't say he discarded this song, but he kind of, you know, tried to swept it under the rug because it's on Time Fades Away and it's one of the records mm-hmm. that he, you know, sort of doesn't, you know, really acknowledge as one of his better records. I think that record's fantastic. And of course, as yeah. Panic fans, it's got Last Dance and it's got Don't Be Denied on it. So, mm-hmm. um, I, my guess is that JB probably owned that as a teenager. <laughs> he might have had it. He might have. Um, but again, there's just, that's one of the things that I always loved about this band is that they know. If you if you don't think that putting together a set list is an intentional act, this is this Oak Mountain Run is should should set that should make you question that because um, yeah. you know they 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 know what to play they knew they knew what to play and when to play it and putting in playing Don't Be Denied at this run especially the last song of the night um, setting aside that whole fast that slow song fast song encore thing of course that they're famous for um, and just playing one of their clearly one of their favorite songs and a song that is really the foundation of what this band is all about. Yeah. And then obviously one that resonated, you know, pretty significantly in that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, it was the last time they played it uh, with Mikey and I'm, I'm sort of glad cause I don't know that it could have been any more perfect at any other moment with the, you know, the people that were there. So um, enough talking, why don't we play it? I mean, we, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, we're going to try to find stuff that maybe people haven't heard. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to um, air towards, you know, more obscure stuff and interesting things. But um, this is one that, I, you know, I just can't turn down if I'm going to if I'm going to put together a playlist of songs from spring t- 2002. Um, this encore from 427 has just got to be included. So, um Without any further ado.
Okay. You got your tissues, Jeff. <laughs> I do. Man. They're dance. Such a, it's just a special moment. Uh, that was the encore from April 27, 2002. And, I mean, just the crowd reaction on the, um, you know, start of the band. Just, ugh. I mean, every time, all the feels. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't want to turn on too much about that. Everybody, you know, it speaks, it's, it stands on its own. Um, but, you know, you're talking about uh, covers and sort of um, how random Don't Be Denied is. Did you see that Nora Jones has Don't Be Denied on her most recent record? Really? It seemed like yeah. just a totally random, and I mean, it almost makes me think like she heard it on a panic tape. <laughs> I mean, I know that's <laughs> probably not the case, but I mean, like, uh, I would almost say that they've made it more famous than, than Neil did, but, you know. I mean, I'm well, sure. Well, you sure get. Was... I mean, Neil buried it, and Panic's been playing it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. But it's that's, a really that's... great version. If you haven't heard it, uh, check it out. It's 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 really, it's a great album, and uh, it's a really good version. Don't be denied. Mm. So, um, all right. Well, so that was the encore from uh, April 27th, the second night, and so we're going to move on to the encore uh, of the third night, April 28th. Um, and this is this is a really great show, uh, start to finish. It's hard to hard to pick a single spot. Um, I love the like fifty four minute Cortez the Killer right before drums. <laughs> I know that that's you know some people have a harder time swallowing Jerry, but um, I mean that was I mean, there was a lightning storm. Like literally, there's a lightning storm going on behind the stage and. And mm -hmm. Jerry's just belting out Cortez. It was, uh, uh, that was definitely a memorable moment. But knowing that we don't have all the time in the world on this podcast, we couldn't uh, dedicate that much time just to that Cortez. But um, the whole show start to finish is great. I would recommend everybody checking it out if you haven't. But uh, we'll just go ahead and skip ahead to the, to the encore. These are the last three songs that I got to see Michael Hauser play. And I think a lot of people... A lot of other people too, um, and you know, it's just it was just a, just a nice encore. You know, I mean, it does. It's not like over the top, crazy covers, or even like super emotional, like the like the night before. It was just, uh, you know, well stated. And um, you know, you were talking about the way they put the set list together. Do you think before this run, I mean, they they did all three nights. Like that they laid all three nights out? <laughs> just some, I mean, sometimes you always wonder about that, but you look at the set list for this one and it's sort of, it's it's framed by the let's get down to business opener and then the postcard encore closer. And mm -hmm. um, you're talking, uh, last episode you talked about sure ways to get people to cheer, earlier actually this episode, talking about sure ways to get people to cheer and postcard you know, this town is nuts. My kind of, you know, my kind of uh, place yeah. or my kind of little village, depending on the night when JB is feeling particularly into JB isms. Um, you know, it's just a, uh, it definitely seems like it. I mean, they le le left some things on the table for the last night. Um, again, some kind of mid, mid first set, you know, heat with some pu pusher man into diner and to ride me high and then slow mm -hmm. it down with Genesis again. Um, Another another cover with some sort of, at this point in time, some emotionally poignant lyrics, 
and then go into that encore with with trouble which is a song that jb and mikey had played you know they had band had played but then of course they had played it as a duo too um and then down a todd song and then and then postcard which is sort of one of those one of those short sweet intense great ways to end a show
All right, so that was the encore from the third night, Oak Mountain, 2002, April 28th. Uh, Trouble down postcard. Um, I mentioned earlier, I guess it was last uh, last week, um, that the in, you know the innuendo that I would take out of JB's uh, adjusting lyrics during this tour. Um, but there are a couple in that postcard. One was uh, Ass Kicking Lifetime, <laughs> and the other was This World is Nuts. I thought both of those were sort of... Uh, Very fitting you know, for pre- 2017, prescient. too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. So uh, so anyway, I appreciate you guys uh, joining us. I don't know, Jeff, if you had anything else to, to, to say to put a bow on Spring 02. Yeah, I mean, I think we've, it's a, like, I think we started out by saying it's kind of, it's a melancholy uh, sort of remembrance being 15 years. It'll be 15 years since uh, Mikey's passing later this year, but it, um, you know, this, there's some really incredible music in this, in this very short tour. And, uh, you know, one thing that this podcast has done for me personally is helped me either revisit some things I hadn't heard in a long time or listen to stuff for the first time. And, you know, much of what you've played to the last couple episodes have been things that I, I haven't listened to, so thank you, Harvey, for uh, for doing that. Yeah, no, anytime. I always like to to revisit this tour. Um, it's you know, there's good stuff. Obviously, um, you know, I was more into like mid to late '90s stuff than I was uh, into the early aughts. But this this tour is really really strong stuff. So um, anyway, appreciate everybody joining us. I I do want to just take a, a, a moment to thank uh, obviously Ted and all those folks at Everyday Companion, but also the tapers um, because uh, really the audience tapes of, of this tour are fantastic. It was like, it was like those guys had really dialed it in by that point and the technology caught up and um, yeah, the tapes from Oak Mountain are really good and, and really all the, all the shows from this tour. Yeah. If you go on, on our show notes, um, the, that we will post for every episode. We'll have our set list, but also uh, the sources that we used for, for each show. So we'll finally give uh, give the tapers a little bit more credit um, for all the great work that they do. Um, Got to thank uh, the folks at Panic Stream again for, for all the great work that they do. And of course, we couldn't do this without our wives, Harvey, who, uh, especially mine, who lets me sit in our walk-in closet and and, 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 do, and do this once a week. So Yes, and mine, who puts, you know, the 18-month-old to bed when he's screaming and teething <laughs> and lets me come down here. So, uh, anyway, yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, next week, we got another uh, retrospective. Sadly, well, sadly, we keep going with these large numbers, which are making us feel old. But we'll go <laughs> fifteen. Let's go twenty. Let's go twenty. Let's up it by five. But uh, we'll go with the twentieth anniversary of a uh, spring '97. So we will hit uh, the first the a one of the themes that we've come up with that you'll see kind of throughout this podcast is four shows and four nights in four different places. And uh, we're going to start off strong with a, the first four shows of the first four days for four shows in the first four days of May, 1997 in Detroit, Indianapolis, Oak mountain and new Orleans. And then the week after that, uh, we will go into what I think, and this is all subject for open for debate. Uh, probably the best. No, it's really not. It's not four at all nights open for debate. Uh, and, and the best four nights Panic has put together, start to finish. That would be May seven through 10, 1997. Um, and so we're excited to bring all that stuff to you guys because there's. So we're going to try to play some things that maybe you haven't heard before, especially from May one, two, three, and four. Um, 
but if the the last four nights, uh, the last four nights of that uh, Spring '97 tour are amazing, amazing. Well, you are amazing, Jeff. And, <laughs> you uh, too, <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, Bluesttape.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and um, yeah. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.